Spreading faster than a case of the clap in a trailer court. Able to shatter eardrums within a 666 mile radius. A podcast more brutal than all the rest. It's Murder Metal All right, we've got with us on Skype guitarist Eric Barath of Indestructible Noise Command, all the way from Cyprus. How's it going, Eric? What's up, Pete? Good uh, good morning to you, I guess. It's afternoon here. Right. Oh, yeah, right. dude. It's uh, morning here. This is odd. This is <laughs> yeah. definitely odd. Well, I've got Chris. <laughs> I got Chris. What's you guys in? We're in Illinois. We're in Illinois. Uh, so you, you, is the weather still uh, brutal there, or is it uh, you're coming out of the winter yet? It's fucking snowing it's, here. Yeah, dude. it's fucking snowing. Yeah, it's like sixty degrees like three days ago. It was fucking crazy. So, right. Yeah, it's just nuts. But I got Chris Shaw back here, my co-host. We're here in Horns High Studio, and it's great to have you on. Uh, so appreciate you taking the time out to do this. I know you've probably been doing a lot of press for the new album. So, yeah. Well, I, listen, it's all uh, it's all for a good cause. So I'm glad to be here. Awesome. Hey, man. Well, first off, man, we love the new Terrible Things album that just came out, and the production is just wicked. Uh, what was the process of putting that whole thing together? Uh, you know, the the band always goes through different processes. Every album is really different from the the, the previous. I mean, even if you go back to the eighties, uh, the Visitor was so different from from Razorback, and and when we came back in two thousand nine and in two thousand ten, we put out. Heaven said Hellbound, it was completely different. You know, people were like, oh, you know, is this still INC? You know, because we had thrash, we had groove, we had all kinds of bluesy stuff in there. And then uh, Black Earth Serenade was like a much heavier, darker album. It was a themed album. And this time we sort of went back to the beginning. I kind of looked at the, uh, you know, if, if I had like a subliminal uh, sort of uh, chalkboard in my head and I just kind of took the eraser and just erased everything off of it. And I said, let me just go back to where I started you know, back to sort of 1985. Let me just strip everything down, uh, sort of straightforward, in-your-face thrash. Um, I really just, you know, I probably also, I've been listening to just a lot of like old stuff, you know, I mean, from, I listen to a lot of Queen and the, the Eagles and, uh, you know, just <laughs> stuff that you don't expect a thrash guy to listen to, but I don't know, I just been like, <laughs> sitting at the, like Boston, I don't know, I just, I, I was just like, I, I love the, uh, the sort of the simplicity of, some of that stuff, you know, even though right. uh, it, it was technical in its own way, but sometimes a straightforward sort of beat and a guitar, you know, one part, two parts, and you lay a real nice vocal over it. And I wanted to really focus on Dennis because Dennis is, is, is a, you know, he's become such a great vocalist again. And I really wanted to have him carry a lot of the, the songs. So I kind of let the guitar, the music sort of be more straightforward. I wanted to have more melody, you know, I wanted to, I, I have sort of punk rock and hardcore roots in me too, so I kind of felt like that was that was kind of coming through in my music. So I, I kind of went with it, you know. I was like, hey, it's thrash, but with a little more of a punk hardcore edge to it. So let's go with it, you know. Let's 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 have Dennis sort of be way up in front there. He'll carry the songs, 
And then when, sort of a nice sort of bonus surprise was Dave on bass. You know, he's also he comes from a much more hardcore background than even we do. And so the bass is really hardcore uh, stylings. And that really, I think, gave us a, a little bit of an edge. Because if you remember the old INC stuff also had a lot of bass sort of highlights. You know, the bass really was always busy and did stuff. And you right. always heard it. And so this album, we're like, you know, let's pump that bass up. Dave is doing some cool shit, you know. It let's does. Guitar, sounds fucking awesome, yeah. Let's, let's bring the guitars back slightly. And let's push, let's have, let's have you know, let's, we'll, and we'll give it with that raw bass sound. You know, that sort of old, old school Danny Lilkler sound from uh, Nuclear Assault. So oh, I'm like, fuck yeah. you know, let's just, let's have the bass and drums kind of carry it. The guitars would be like ripping kind of like mean. But so, you know, we have a, a very different feel on this album. That's why people are thinking it's really an old school album. We tried to keep the, the sound as modern as we could. We don't want to, you know, I mean, we want to sound totally 1985. But <laughs> we backed off on, on, on like the overdrive. We've made it a little cleaner sound for the guitars. Uh, the drums are, are are all natural. You know, there's no sampling or resampling. Everything's just mic'd up drums like the old school way. Nice. So that's the final product. You know, it's like I said, we went back to the beginning. Sometimes, you know, less is more in, in a way, you know, and, and I think that was sort of the, the mindset of this album. Yeah, definitely. You can tell. I mean, uh, the the bass is up in the mix. And now, didn't Dennis used to play bass? Yeah, he, I mean, he's... That's he what I remembered. He was played bass and sang when I seen you guys back in the day. Yeah, I mean, he's an amazing bass player. And what happened this time around when we got back together in 2009, you know, he had been singing actually with Dave in a hardcore band called Payback. And uh, he was just the, the vocalist there. And I, I'd seen them play live a few times. And, you know, he was such a great... I mean, he was a great front man with INC, but of course, when you have your a bass strapped onto you, you know, right. you kind of yeah, a, a little more sure. limited. But when he had the mic in his hand. I was like, man, this guy's really, you know, he's really dynamic when he has just has a mic in his hand. So I asked him when we got back together. I'm like, dude, why don't you just sing? You know, we'll get a bass player. We'll have be a five piece. I, you know, I, I figured it, we could be a little uh, more exciting live. So, uh, you know, he was into it. Plus, like, he sold a lot of his bass gear anyway. So he was like, fuck yeah, I don't have to rebuy all my bass shit. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> that would fucking you know, suck. He, yeah. uh, he, uh, he, he just, he, you know, it's been like that ever since. And, and, like, and like I said, you know, we're, it's kind of a blessing to get Dave because, uh, you know, of course, we've known him also since our childhood. So plugging him in was like very natural. And because uh, uh, he comes from the same sort of old school style as we do, his bass playing on this album kind of matches what Dennis used to do in the, on the old INC. So it's like an added bonus. So, um, yeah, it worked out well this way. Dennis just sings. Dave, Dave kind of took over real nicely, plugged in to Den Dennis's sort of stylings. And um, I think that's another reason why we kind of sound like the old INC on this album. I got you. That's cool. That's cool. Well, you, like, okay, you guys started back in 1985. Um, how is, uh, how's the band adapted to the way things have been done in the music, music industry lately with streaming and social media and stuff? Uh, you know, it, it's, um, it's a double-edged sword for sure. It's, uh, it's a curse and it's a, uh, something, um, it's, <laughs> you know, because it's, it, it's, it's much cheaper now to put out a record yourself. Obviously, going to the studio now, the digital age, it's much cheaper than when we recorded in like 86, you know, with the two-inch tape. Everything was so expensive. Studios charged you like 200 bucks an hour, 150 yeah, bucks an hour. Yeah, ridiculous. Like, yeah, I mean, it was like, you know, it's like, you know, hiring a fucking uh, a defense attorney. So, uh, you know, <laughs> you need like at least 10 grand to record an album, and that was like a low budget. 
Um, but not, but nowadays with the digital age, you just go in and, and everything's you, you can record a good album for like uh, six thousand maybe five six thousand. And so then you know you could put it out yourself. You could put it out there uh, digitally. You could press a few copies you know uh, on CD. So you could do all that stuff. But on, on the, the other the flip side of the coin is that digital age also makes it easy for people to not buy it. You know they right. they illegally download it. Uh, you know, they can stream it. People are like, oh, aren't you making a ton of money off of like uh, uh, Amazon, <laughs> the the streaming and all this other shit? I'm like, we don't make anything. That, right. that, that game is rigged really for the Jay-Zs and the big yeah. uh, mega stars who, 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 you know, they'll, they'll, they'll pop 10, 20, 30 million streams, 100 million streams. And, you know, they can make money because, you know, we have to do a thousand streams basically to equal one record sale. Now, God if you damn. think about it, that's like 100 people listening to your album all the way through. I'd rather those 100 people buy the album, but, you know, that's that's sort of like what, we, what we're up against. Selling records is really hard now. And, right. and, and you know, uh, like tour companies, you know, who, who uh, you want to maybe get a tour with or, or maybe you want to get on a festival. I mean, they want to see your, your record sales. And it's like it, it's this yin and yang. You know, you're, you're, more, people, more people will know about you. But how do you how do you kind of how do you show that? Right to uh, a booking agency. Hey, man, you know we we got so many more followers on uh, on <laughs> Facebook, and pe and people are hitting me up all the time. How much they love me from Chile and and from Mexico and from right. Germany. But you know they were like, well, how many records do you sell? How many streams do you have? Uh, right. You know, I don't find. Yeah, we have this. You know, well, that's not enough. You know, and right. So it's tough. It's tougher to get on a, a label now. Uh, you'll get no tour support at all. So you know you lose tons of money at touring. Um, so, you know, it's sort of like we have to deal with that, uh, but, but you have to play live. So it's, it's sort of, it's sort of like damned if you do, damned if you don't. So it's, it's really a balancing act for us. Um, you know, we're getting through it though. I mean, listen, we, we keep, we keep doing this cause we feel like we're getting better and you know, listen, we're like a brotherhood, you know, uh, we've known each other since we were a little shits, you know, like, you know, if you, before we even learned to jerk off, I mean, we were friends with each other. So, you know, uh, I mean, we're, you know, we do it because uh, we, we just love sharing this this sort of bond with each other and we'll keep doing it. But it, it is tough, you know, I mean, we, we want to do so many things. We want to go on tour. We want to play festivals. We want to do bigger things. But getting your foot in the door is much harder now than it was back then. Back then we sold records. I mean, we sold you know, each record sold. I mean, we don't know exactly, but we know they sold at least twenty thousand each, right. um, because we, we, you know, we had budgets, and then we they recouped it and started paying us royalties. I don't know exactly though, because they didn't have sound scans. Some people say that we sold a hundred thousand of the visitor, but I don't know. I can't, I can't prove that. But nowadays, dude, if you sell like three, four thousand, you're doing okay, and it, and it's just terrible. <laughs> right, right, right. Now, it looked like you guys had a lot of fun doing that music video for Fisco Wreck. Um, I love that. That video is awesome. It is. Heavy any, metal house party. Right, right. Any other plans for any other videos you guys doing for the new album? Yeah, we uh, actually, the we have a, a video for Identifier. And that's, it was actually due out about a week ago. The thing is, it's animated. And oh, wow. I... I Great, great animator in, in the Ukraine um, who, who's been doing it. But, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things where you kind of think, all right, in, in eight weeks it'll be done. But, you know, animation takes so long. You have to, oh, of course. You have to draw everything out, everything. So, you know, he's a little behind. Um, I think it's going to be done this week. 
And, um, you know, it's a lot, it's a lot of fun. The, 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 the video, I, you know, event, it, well, the, the song is actually a, one of our semi-political songs. It's about the meltdown everyone had after the 2016 elections. Right. And that's sort of what the song is about. Um, and originally I thought it'd be kind of funny to have a bunch of like just political figures just kind of beat the shit out of each other in a grocery store. <laughs> that would be fucking but hilarious. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Every, I, I'm a little sick of, uh, politics. So yeah, I big time. That movie. Yeah, I, I seen that movie Bird Box with uh, Sandra Bullock. Yeah, and I, I thought it was the most fucking ridiculous movie I've ever seen in my life. I think it's just beyond yeah. dumb. But so I said, you know, let's kind of remake that. You know, everyone's blindfolded, and the thing that you cannot see, you must not look at, is Dennis. You know, it's uh, or the band. So we're we're the thing you cannot see. So oh, cool. as as they're walking with their blindfolds, you know, Dennis is pulling their blindfolds off, and then they lose their minds and. In the grocery store, they kill each other in all sorts of horrible ways, meat grinders and lobsters. Fucking hey, dude. <laughs> nice. So, so, yeah, you know, uh, I've been working with this guy, and, uh, you know, it, it, it's really funny, I think. So um, that should be out really soon. I, I'm hoping this week, you know, we were thinking that last week that he got, he got sick. He couldn't finish it. So he told me the next few days he'll have, like, another draft for me. I'm hoping to have that done this week, though. Oh, oh yeah, looking forward awesome. to that. That'll be awesome. Now, when you guys took a break, you know, there was a hiatus there for a period of time. Was that because of issues with the label, or was it just kind of the state of metal in the 90s with the grunge shit, or what exactly? Because I was kind of out of it myself, so I wasn't in the, in the mix. So what happened with that? Well, we put out our first two records with Giant Records, and uh, Giant Records was still... Uh, an independent label there then and you know they, i mean they were cool though i mean they really believed in us um their radio guy there was amazing i mean he got us number one on the cmj and we were up there for a while uh so you know they they did good work for us but the problem was they they didn't have they didn't have tour support and they couldn't get us out, out on the road and we really wanted to tour and uh so you know we felt that we were kind of hitting a wall with them and you know that was the age where major labels were signing like thrash bands left and right because they were seeing Metallica, Megadeth, Anthrax. They saw all these bands that were doing this heavy thrashy kind of stuff take off. So um, Epic Records uh, offered us a deal, and so you know we were like, you know, fuck yeah, let's, we're gonna be on a major label, you know. So it was like about six months of kind of negotiating, getting the paperwork ready. And suddenly the, the head of A&R got fired and all of his bands got let go, all of them. And all the bands that he was about to sign, including us, were just like, yeah, you know, sorry. The, whatever, you know, deal you had is off the table. They did a big downgrade on their, on their label. They let go a bunch of stuff. And I don't know, maybe they were losing money. Um, but that was kind of disheartening for us because, yeah. you know, we had so hard for that. And, we're, you know, so much time had passed since the visitor. So we started kind of fighting with each other. You know, it's one of those things where we took it out on each other and yeah, uh, yeah. on rehearsals, we, it wasn't fun anymore. We kind of like, ah, yeah. And I, I was just like, you know what, man, it's like, it's not fun. I'm going to, I'm just going to back out of this now. And I, I always thought maybe at some point, maybe we'll get it back together, but we all kind of went our own way and we kind of all forgot about it. You know, like, um, you know, we all, I mean, everyone got, got married in the meantime, you know, they had the kids, all that stuff. So we kind of just like put it on the back burner. I mean, we all did music, but, you know, it's sort of like, you know, a side thing. Sure, uh, right. And then, you know, just uh, 20 years later, I, I wrote 
uh, full metal jacket, you know, the, the, off of uh, Heaven Sent Hell Bound and, uh, and God Loves Violence. Um, it was like in a couple of days, I just picked up my guitar and I just wrote it. I, I did drums over it, the bass. And I said to the dentist, he's like, dude, I think it's time to do a record. And I'm like, um, you know, maybe you're right. <laughs> uh, so awesome. I started writing, I just started writing and then we, we, we put out that record and we've been uh, pushing it ever since. That's fucking That's cool. Awesome, man. man. Now, do you guys, uh, does the band have any uh, plans to do any touring anytime soon? Well, it's, uh, you know, we always want to tour. Uh, right now, I mean, we had TKO booking uh, for the last record. Um, and then, you know, because we took a little bit of a time off again now um, from the last album, you know, we did tour for that. Um, but, you know, we, we lost a ton of money, unfortunately, on that tour. So, you know, we were like, you know, let's just take another little break, kind of recoup our money and, you know, so then, you know, beginning of last year, I was like, OK, that, you know, I got more songs. Let's let's start writing again. And then, you know, we got real excited uh, with the new music. So we put this record out. So now we have to shop for a new booking agency because, you know, if you don't book, if you don't tour for a while, you don't play, you get let go. Oh, so sure. that's, just, yeah, definitely. that's just the business. So right now we're without a booking agency, but that's that's on my agenda this next month to start reaching out again. Uh, you know, radio is doing really well now. Um, so we're with a bullet and we're moving up the charts. So, you know, uh, things are starting to look pretty decent now with press and radio. So I got something, something to sell to them. Uh, so hopefully uh, we'll get a booking agency. And then I'm hoping by the summer or something, you know, I'm working on some festivals, too. I'm hoping to maybe have some announcements on that. Cool. Uh, but, yeah, we definitely want to play. I mean, we, we, we certainly want to play, especially with some cool bands like from the old school like us. Um, but it's just a matter of time, you know, you have to be patient and we have to kind of, like I said, get our foot back in the door. Right, right. Well, there's a big fest they do out here in Southern Illinois called Full Terror Assault and it's badass. That three days in the woods, nothing but metal. Yeah. And they got this year, they've got, uh, a few, they got Jungle Rock, Crysix. Um, they've got several bands, uh, already set. Violence. Yeah, yes. violence is yeah, going to be there. Yeah. Is reuniting for that one. So if you're interested, uh, we know the dude that puts it together. Be happy to grease the wheel if you guys want to do that. It's in uh, September. Is it Joey? Yeah, yeah Joey, Joey B. B. Yeah, I, I'm. <laughs> it's funny Were you, you mentioned talking him. I'm to him? talking to him. So nice. That's a very strong possibility. So, oh, that's fucking um, awesome. You know, Sweet. But, but yeah, if you know him, you could give him a. You could give him a shout. I will. Out. <laughs> I will. I got to talk to him anyway because uh, we're supposed to be doing a, a thing there, hopefully too. So the the podcast. So yeah, so we're I mean, be there if, covering if we're there, it. We definitely hook up. We're oh, without a know, doubt. Definitely. Um, that that one we're 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 hopeful for. I'll just let's leave it at that. You know, yeah. I'm talking to Joey. He's been very nice. I you know he likes the band and and he, so um, I don't I can't say I can't make anything official, but we're definitely that's something we're working on and. Uh, we're working on a, a documentary as well. Oh, so, cool. awesome. So, so yeah, you know, uh, if, if we get that, you know, we'll probably bring the, the cameras and everything. Uh, you know, that, that should be kind of fun. So, yeah. Uh, Dave from, uh, from Metal Injection is, uh, is, is looking to, to Dave, I don't know if you know Dave Bocuzzi. Uh, Bocuzzi. Bocuzzi, I think I've that's how you say it. I've heard of him before. Yeah, he's he's got metal injection, and he does. He's a documentary guy, so he's done a bunch of documentaries for you know, and all, all kinds of bands that you know. So right. uh, he's a big INC fan, so he's he's thinking about doing maybe a full length documentary from 
back in the day that all the stuff we did. And then, you know, we kind of have interesting stories since then. I mean, you know, both Dennis and Anthony are firefighters. Um, you know, Dennis was uh, search and rescue at 9-11. I mean, it's like, you know, everyone's got sort of their own. I'm here in Cyprus. Uh, you know, every, everyone's got their own kind of like interesting and weird kind of like stories. And uh, so, you know, there's this there's, there's there's something to, to for him to, to bite onto. And so, yeah, hopefully if we, we get this uh, festival, then we could uh, get out there and get some cool footage of the of the crowds. I hear there's some pretty decent crowds that come out to that. Definitely. Oh, yeah. yeah, I went I went last year uh, and it was fucking phenomenal one of my buddies he's been this will be his fifth year there so and it's fucking awesome he gets he said it gets bigger every year so yeah, yeah and plus mod's playing i heard so yeah yeah yep i'm i'm friends with billy milano on facebook so i'm nice. looking forward to seeing him i haven't seen that dude in since the 80s so. oh shit yeah it's gonna be sick now you said you you're in cyprus and i gotta ask how the hell did you end up in cyprus uh, that's got to be a good story well, yeah, it's. Uh, I met my wife in Connecticut because I'm from Connecticut as well. She had uh, gone, got her uh, master's degree out there, and she was working for uh, Nestle. And uh, I, you know, I met her. We started dating. We got married. We lived uh, first in Bridgeport, and then uh, we moved to Stanford. And uh, you know, she, you know, she was making good money. I, I was a machinist. I was, you know, I was a blue collar guy. And um, you know, she just said, "Hey." Uh, why don't we move to Cyprus? You know, I guess we got some properties, we got some business opportunities out there. I'm like, let me, let's check it out. Let's go out there, you know? And, uh, I mean, what's not the love? I mean, the most beautiful beaches in Europe, um, for like six months, it's like Ibiza over here, you know, it's like party people, it's, right. uh, you know, so I was just like, and you know, the weather, I mean, right now it's 75 degrees. Oh man. So, oh, Jesus. Fuck you. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Goddamn. It's fucking snowing here, dude. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, Connecticut is, is, is probably just as bad. I mean, Connecticut, it still sometimes snows in like the end of April. I know. So, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, do I want seven months of winter or do I want seven months of summer? Hmm. Right. And plus so, so, uh, I was doing some work on the internet too, you know, some little things here and there. So, all I needed is it was a, a, a connection, you know, uh, and, and, I, and I could work from my laptop. So, you know, I was doing that. I was doing odd things. So we did, we're doing okay. My wife's a professional photographer, too, so we, we have that. So, you know, we have these, all, all these little businesses. It, it's enough for us to live. We, um, and we do fine out here. And, I, you know, I fly back all the time. You know, I, fly, I flew back just in November to mix, and we did the video. I'll fly out there again for shows. So, you know, I stay, I, you know, I, I always stay close to, you know, the band and 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 uh, and to into the United States. I mean, I always miss it, so it's like always nice to be able to, especially for the band. You know, it's like it gives me a great excuse to, hey, hey, honey, right. I gotta I gotta do some shows. I'll see you later. <laughs> I gotta right. go. I gotta go. <laughs> America, you know, I go. So it's it's nice to to be kind of in both worlds. You know. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Now, uh, do you have any like maybe obscure guitar influences that some of our listeners might be surprised that as an influence toward you? Um, I mean, you know, I, I, I really grew up because my, my parents, I was very fortunate that my parents were rock and roll parents and my dad was a huge Beatles and Queen, Queen fan, Eagles. So that's what I grew up with, actually. I mean, that was my first guitar influences was like Brian May. Right. Um, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of anything obscure. I mean, you know, it, it, it's the, the boilerplate sort of names that you know, I mean, Randy Rose was the first sort of guitarist that really made me want to get better and really made me practice a lot. Right. I, I found one of his leads to 
um, be so melodic and memorable in, in, in and of themselves. They weren't just shredding. They, they had meaning and purpose. So, you know, that was like the first sort of my guitar hero that made me really want to play a lot. So, uh, you know, I, not, nothing too obscure, really. Um, I'm trying to think back and, and throughout my life. I mean, it's, I listened to, you know, all, all, all the basic rock bands from the same Bowie, Boston, uh, you know, Electric Light Orchestra. I mean, I really grew up with a lot of melodic music. So right. uh, I, I always try to put a little bit of melody in everything we do, even though it's, it's heavy and fast and aggressive. I think it's kind of cool to throw in like a little bit of melody and harmony. You know, I, I like vocal harmony. So uh, I think that's a little bit of a twist that maybe we do and not too many other bands do that, you know, that do that old school kind of thrash. So, um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, well, yeah, the, dude, your leads on the new album are wicked. Yeah, as I was going to say, your guitar tone is freaking nasty as hell. And even with the melodics, it's freaking awesome, man. Thanks, thanks. I mean, uh, you know, uh, I've been listening to a lot of Petrucci. <laughs> oh, and, uh, yeah. And uh, I can never play his fast stuff, but, you know, I kind of I like to deconstruct his slow stuff because um, I, I think sometimes his slow stuff is even more amazing than his fast stuff. And uh, it kind of it kind of proves that the, the point that sometimes less is more. You don't have to always shred. I remember in the. In the early 80s, when we were playing, you know, the early INC stuff, it was like, you know, how fast can we play, you know? Right. Uh, and even now, you know, because we're, we're relearning some of the old stuff, because when we go out and play, we want to play a few of the old songs. And I'm like, fuck, man, I cannot play at this speed anymore, you know? It was, <laughs> I mean, my elbow just gets fucking sore. I mean, picking is, is mental. So, right. uh, you know, back then we were young and, you know, we were crazy. Uh, but now it's like, you know, it's, it, it's kind of cool to know that, you know, you don't have to shred all the time. It's, it, it, you, can, you can do things that are tasty and, and melodic and people will remember it. People could hum. You know, it's like going back to what I said before, you know, some of my favorite guitar players like Brian May and all those guys, they, they, they did leads that you'll remember for the rest of your life. And they weren't really fast. It was just the note selection. So I really wanted to, to work on note selection this time. I. I actually wrote a lot of my leads without music, which is different. In the past, I always played along with the rhythm. This time, I kind of wrote leads, and then I wrote rhythms over the leads, which is nice. kind of like re reverse engineering in a way. Yeah, right. Kinda. No, that's really cool, man. Well, thanks for doing the uh, interview, Eric. Now, what's the best way for people to get the new album and to stay up on what INC has got going on? Uh, it's everywhere. You know, you could go, I mean, iTunes, if you want to download digitally, same thing uh, with Amazon's digitally. And they have the CD, but for, you know, for some reason, because uh, we work with CD Baby, who distributes it, and I think they only sent them like five or ten copies to start with, and it sold out in like literally a couple of hours. And so, you know, now it says that if you go to Amazon, I think the next shipment's coming the 23rd. So I, I don't know why it takes so long. So if you want a CD, you could order from there, and then you know you have to wait a little bit, or you could go to CD Baby, um, and just they have it in stock there. So okay. if you want, you want a CD, but like I said, digitally it's it's everywhere. Um, but yeah, so if you but you want a CD, CD Baby is the best way right now. Or like I said, if you want to go to Amazon, you just have to wait like a week for it to come in. Right now, and you guys, of course, on Facebook, I see you on there. Anywhere else that you guys are social media? Uh, no, Facebook is our main sort of way to communicate with the world. Uh, we do have incbands.com. We just we did a redesign on it. We're sort of uh, we're still working on it a little bit, but uh, it's uh, 
Uh, that's another place where you could go to get some news. But really, Facebook is like up to the minute. Like when a, like a review comes out, I instantly put it to Facebook. So Facebook is there. We have a, a, a we have our our page there, and we have an INC group as well. So if you uh, just if you go if you go to uh, if you go to Facebook, it's uh, what is it INC? Hold on a second. It is INC band. Oh, sorry, INC metal. So it's Facebook slash INC metal. Oh, is that, the uh, the page all right very cool and awesome. i know uh you know we've been linking to you guys as well so anybody listening uh to us can get to these guys through us and we're going to be doing a feature on inc the last week of the month we're doing our killer feature is going to be on the green river killer and then we're doing a segment on you guys and we'll put a piece of this interview there and then we'll do the whole interview as its own episode like a bonus episode on the uh on the uh podcast so we'll let you guys know when that's all up so you can share it with your fans too yeah fantastic just uh you know just uh paying me and showing me like, if it's not wherever it is I, I can link it from all our pages so right. uh you know we'll, we'll let our fans listen to it it should be uh it should give us a nice traffic awesome well thanks again eric it was great to talk to your brother and enjoy the beach and yeah, all that while it. we're shoveling snow so <laughs> it's not my beach weather yet but uh, i am in my shorts so fuck me i know <laughs> all right man i'll see, I'll you, see man. you later all right brother keep in touch i will later take care guys bye-bye mother mother man <laughs>